This is Steve from Retroman Blog, and welcome to episode 47 of Retrosonic Podcast. And I can't wait till the summer comes. just heard a wonderful bit of power pop that was dab is and can't wait till the summer comes and that features on a brand new compilation by ronnie mayer called retrospective for yours and ronnie was the singer songwriter and guitarist in dab is and also the tours and i'm looking at the cd cover here and there's a lovely lovely photograph in there by uh, rock photographer paul slattery who just so happens to be sitting next to me here hello paul yeah, how are you doing steve <laughs> Not so nice to be back making a podcast isn't <laughs> it, it? Is, it is, first yeah. one in two years i think yeah, exactly yeah. since pre-covid yeah. we're finally back together again finally. yakking away about rock and roll yeah about time isn't it you know so we had our rock and roll shenanigans 
cut well, cut down badly by the by COVID, didn't we? So we, we have, we have, but hibernating. Um, hopefully, you know, things can uh, things can continue this spring, and um, it's great that I've that Ronnie Mayer from uh, from the tours has just sent me his uh, his new retrospective album, retrospectively yours, and we've just, as you say, we've just played that fantastic track. Can't wait yeah. till the summer comes, no, th- which is it? one of the greatest. Power yeah. pop anthems you'll ever hear. Yeah, great, is. great band they were. Brilliant. Tours. Mm. Uh, I, I saw them down in first in Pool in 1979, and then uh, saw them again at the Hope and Anchor. One gig, amazing gig at the Hope and Anchor. Mm. And of course, their 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 great single was Language School, yeah. which John Peel played. Um, I think forty on on forty uh, consecutive shows. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly love that record, yeah. and they only ever did two singles. That's right. Yeah, they only ever did language school and tourist information. Yeah, and they're, they're gems. I mean, classic pieces. And then of split that, up seventies power pop, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then split up. We're going to play a few more songs from this record now. Uh, the next one is going to be their greatest hit, language school. <laughs> Tours and Language School, I think one of uh, Ronnie Mayer's finest moments there. I think you'll agree with that. It's a great single, which was uh, that was released on their own label um, in 1979. Um, and as I said, they were snapped up by Virgin. And um, that, when you photographed them, you, you were, I know before we've chatted about the band, you, you thought they were going to be become quite sort of uh, big. Well, I thought they were going to become huge. I thought they were fantastic. I thought they, they just had a certain Dorset beach 
zeitgeist. It was incredible. Uh, Ronnie was um, Ronnie was writing about beach girls and foreign girls and barbecues. Richard was writing about the state of his mind, yeah. and I just thought. It really worked. Yeah. It yeah. really, really worked. It was, uh, they were a great band, and it was so sad that after they got signed to Virgin, they, the record company wanted to change the personnel and the mm. band. It made the band split up. Yeah. So that was it. it. You know, money doesn't help sometimes. No, bloody record companies always. Bloody record companies. companies. Managers and record companies always seem to like no, no. bands, don't they? You know, as we know. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, that, that was, I uh, said, um, Language School was a classic, you know, it's, it's, it's brilliant. And we heard at the beginning Dab Biz, which was the band that he formed after tours, and that was, uh, I can't wait till the summer comes. But that was actually a reworking of um, their classic single called On the Beach. And um, I, I like the B-side, I mean, on the compilation. The good thing about this, the compilation is um, you, you get the B-sides as well, you know, which we, we don't hear very often. So I'm going to play um, the B-side of the On the Beach single. This is This Is No Audition. Well, that was um, This Is No Audition by Dabiz. That was uh, 
The Small Operations single, uh, which was released in 1980, that was a B-side of, uh, of On the Beach. That was a classic track. Isn't and, uh, that the one with the searchers? Yeah, that's right. Yes, it's, it's strange, isn't it? Because uh, in the notes, the, the good thing is about the, the, the CD, there's lots of notes and sort of background information. And um, although this was released on Small Operations, um, small record label, it says here that after tours broke up, Ronnie and John, um, John Hole, the lead guitarist, got back together with Mark Spears on the drums and Ian Sandy on the bass, and they came to the attention of Seymour Stein at Sire Records. Now, I reckon Sire Records would have been a perfect home for tours, mm. as they had undertones, Ramones, mm. obviously didn't work out. But Paul McNally of Sire arranged to have the searchers singing backing vocals on the single, which mm. is a bit of a, a bit off the wall. But um, mm. I think Sire Records would have been a great home, mm. you know, they're a great label. And you've gone for another classic by the tours, Paul, Foreign Girls. This is such a great record. I'm in love with a foreign girl. Let's play it, Steve. Tours and Foreign Girls, which was a B-side of, um, of the Language School single. The album kicks off with a track called Imagination, uh, which goes back to their sort of early days of tours, um, before Richard Mazda joined the band. Um, uh, this is a great track. This is Imagination. Wanted to be that way, you never 
Well, it was a great track called Imagination. That was um, one of the early songs written by um, Ronnie Mayer. That was before Richard Master joined the band, and that's from 1978. A great track. And Paul, you know, yeah, well, take your pick. There's, there's some great stuff on this record, and I think one of my favourites is um, has got to be Driven to Tears. Beautiful track. Dabbies and Driven to Tears, a good choice, Paul. And you went down to see the band um, when they reformed down in, um, in, in Dorset, wasn't it? I did. Was I went down. Time. I'd always liked the tours, and uh, I, I gave them some pictures for their uh, for their 2010 compilation album, which finally released all their all their singles and tapes, uh, mm. uh, the album of the year that never was. And then I kept in touch with Ronnie, and then uh, Ronnie told me that they were going to do a reunion gig with all the all the band members, including Richard uh, Mas who flew over from New York um, back in about four years ago March 2018 I went down to Poole and saw them do a few rehearsals and then yeah. went down to the gig in Poole it was uh, a fantastic night I mean to, to see the tours play live it was like yeah. um, 40 years had, um, <laughs> it had never been there yeah. it was like watching them all over again it was a great night and yeah. uh, they were thinking of doing a, re- uh, a 40th anniversary um, tour in 2019 but yeah. um, because Richard was living in uh, New York, it, it, yeah. it, it was it was difficult to sort it out, quite yeah. frankly, and it yeah. didn't come off. But I mean, it was a, it was a fantastic gig, and yeah. 
It's great to see that uh, Ronnie's released this album of, of all his own stuff. It's, it's unfortunate it doesn't have um, tourist information on it. Um, I mm. guess that's Virgin's tied that record, I, I would imagine. If there's one omission, I'd say it's that, but it, yeah. it's, a, it's a great record. Yes, it is indeed, and it's available from Small Operations Records, uh, the original Archive Series CD01. Um, obviously, we'll put a link on the blog to where you can buy it, and you can also see um, that Paul's reunion photos when you went down to see the tours and a couple of your old originals as well if you search the archive at retromanblog.com. Right, the next section, I've got um, four brand-new releases to play at you, Paul. And, uh, uh, fantastic, Steve. I can't see, wait. <laughs> see what what you, you got? Well, first of all, we've got our good friend Graham Day. Oh, and, Graham. Uh, you can't beat Graham, can you? I know, I know. All and, fantastic uh, live gigs we've been to yeah. over the last few years, eh? That's right, Graham Day and the Jailers. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, your history goes back right to the prisoners, doesn't it? With, it uh, does, it does with Graham. Yeah, it goes back, oh, bloody hell, nearly 40 years, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it yeah. does, 40 years. Yeah. It's frightening, really, yeah, but yeah. Uh, Graham's a fantastic performer. Yeah. The fireman from Kent... <laughs> Yeah, retired fireman from Kent. <laughs> the retired fireman from Kent, and uh, wow, what gigs he does. Yeah, that's great. Well, um, the fact that he is retired now from the fire service means he can concentrate on his music again, and he's actually back with his debut solo album, believe it or not, um, called The Master of None, and that'll be released by Countdown Records on the 25th of March. And actually, Countdown have been involved with the band for a long time, because they released um, the Prisoners album In From The Cold back in 1986, and here's a track um, from the new solo album. This is a fantastic song called You Lie To Me.
fantastic track that's bursting out of the speakers. That's uh, oh, that's amazing. Great, isn't it? Oh, it hasn't lost it. It's got no. better. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Retirement's it. made him even better. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily he hasn't retired from music. Um, that's Graham Day and the great single "You Lied to Me," which is uh, taken from his debut solo album "Master of None." And um, initially, this was going to be. He started writing songs for, for the Jailers, you know, Graham Day and the Jailers um, during lockdown. But obviously, during the pandemic, because um, drummer Dan Electro is over in the States, they couldn't get together. Um, so he decided to, to get all the demos and the songs together and release them as his solo album. And apparently, he's sort of recorded all the all the <laughs> all the instruments himself as well. <laughs> wow! What you mean? He's done the drumming. The bass, yeah, everything, yeah, the whole apparently, lot. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've just yeah. overdubbed everything. Yeah, yeah. You're a genius, mate. It's yeah. fantastic. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, at least you don't have to pay anybody, Graham. That's <laughs> that's one good thing about it. You know, <laughs> that's done it all yourself. That's it's a great, it's a, it's a great achievement. No, yeah, well, it really works, doesn't it? It's, uh, it sounds fantastic. You know, it doesn't sound like he's just recorded it himself in the studio because he's just captured that fantastic live energy you know that, mm. uh, that, as you said I mean live uh, one of the best performers out you know we put on a lot of retro man blog nights with Graham Bay and the Forefathers oh. and the solar flares over the past few years and, absolutely uh, yep uh, great uh, a great track and, uh, 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 let's hope we can see him back on the boards in the not too distant future eh Steve well good news is um, is that and also for fans of the Jailers is that uh, Dan Dan Electro will be coming over from the States um and they're going to do a, a Jailer's gig and also start working on their third album. Um, and our friend's uh, friendly Grimshaw at Spin Out Nuggets is going to be putting them on at the Royal Function Rooms in Rochester on the 15th of April. 15th of April is my birthday. I'm 72. <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't had a chance to celebrate your 70th, have we? Because of the <laughs> no, pandemic, nobody, so. nobody's had a chance to do any celebrations the last yeah. two years. You know. well, maybe we can um, go down to Rochester. We'll see. And, and celebrate. You know. Yeah, <laughs> OK. <laughs> well, that's, that's great. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so April the 15th, and uh, with support from the Lem Price 3 and the High Span. And uh, what you got next for us now, Steve? Well, another band that you really liked, um, that you saw down at the, the Hipsville Weekender a few years back, was Brazil's Autoramas, and you took some fantastic photos yeah, of them the as well. the Autoramas, that rock yeah. band from Brazil, eh? Yeah, great band. Who's singing Brazilian Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic, I yeah, love them. Yeah, lovely lovely people as well. Yeah, great. And uh, and they've got a new album out. Um, now you have to excuse my pronunciation here. It's Auto Intitulado. And it's out on Maxilla. Yeah, you are you are rubbish at foreign <laughs> pronunciation, Steve. It's true. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I'll, maybe I'll be a bit a bit more lucky with this one. This is a great track from the album. This is Sem Tempo. <laughs> Yeah. 
Well, yet another great track from Brazil's Space Age Garage Rockers Autoramas, and that was Sem Tempo from their new album Auto Intitulado. Well, definitely not without time, that record, Steve. That was beautiful. That's a great track, isn't it? You Play know, me more. Yeah, well, maybe next time. We've got loads more. Next time. Play another track from their album, uh, maybe in the next episode. And mm. uh, so, great live band, and we've got some fantastic photos of them at Hipsville uh, upon retromanblog.com. Yeah, muito bom. <laughs> well, one of my mates, Neil Menzies, up in uh, Glasgow, is in a wonderful band called The Golden Hour, and uh, who are big fans of the soundtrack of our lives, who obviously you know very well and um great band steve yeah, wonderful and um the golden hour singer neil sturgeon has got a band together called the infomaniacs and they've got a great double a side single out now on buzz wagon beat records and here's one side of it and i just wasn't being myself I 
Glasgow sound there wasn't it that was Neil Sturgeon in the Infomaniacs and I just wasn't being myself and uh, great track um, I think their debut album was produced by uh, Raymond McGingley of uh, Teenage Fan Club and that one is for Neil and Fiona fantastic great track Steve yeah great band wasn't it yes yeah. excellent and next up um, well we played Graham Day earlier and uh, his colleague in the prisoners Alan Crockford is of course in the wonderful Galileo 7 who we've uh, played and featured on the blog and podcast and photographed and put on gigs for over the years because I mean they're such a fantastic band um, and obviously like a lot of people the pandemic stopped them in their tracks but uh, Alan and Viv from Galileo 7 weren't to be deterred and uh, they've just released a brand new um, it was their second CD by their sort of side project Sounds Incarcerated <laughs> <laughs> great, great name for a, a great name for a band there and this is uh, from their second album, uh, Unswitchable Hits Volume 2, Another Year of Long Shadows and Short Memories. Uh, so it features sort of various cover versions of bands like The Left Bank, Julian Cope, Soundtrack of Our Lives, believe it or not. Great version of Sisters Around on there. And, um, but I've gone for the opening track from the album. This is Sounds Incarcerated and The Real Thing.
Well, I tell you what, I could almost be back in 68 after listening to that, Steve. That's a fantastic slice of 60s psychedelia, if there ever yeah, yeah. Uh, was one. They do a great yeah. job, don't they, Viv and Alan? They do, great. And uh, Well, you're a year out, actually, because um, that was from 1969. Oh, I was uh, close. <laughs> was. I was close. <laughs> I'd never heard that track before, but it was the real thing. And it was a debut single by Australian singer Russell Morris, uh, released back in 1969. But, mm. uh, I said Viv and Alan have, uh, have made that their own, really. It's, obscure. It's, uh, obscure, but great. And um, wonderful album, Sounds Incarcerated. Go and get it. And Switchable Hits, Volume 2. Well, that was my first little section of new releases. I hope you enjoyed them, everybody. And uh, don't forget, check out retromanblog.com, where I put links to uh, where you can buy all that lovely music. And uh, talking of music, what's been on your turntable recently, Paul? Well, turntable, more like what I've been playing in the car, because I, like, I, I, I love mm. playing... My, I love playing music in the car when I'm driving, quite yeah. honestly, and yeah. uh, nobody else is in there. <laughs> if I'm driving from A to B solo, okay, it means I can play what I want at what volume I like. So it's <laughs> it's it's like having your own yeah. little club. Uh, I mean, recently, recently I've been getting into some of that music um, I really like when I lived back in the States in the early 70s. Um, mm. I lived down near uh, near Boston in Massachusetts, and uh, a few people turned me on to this amazing local band called the Jay Giles Band, mm. and uh, they had just released this really fantastic live recording which they'd made in Detroit, which was yeah. uh, evidently their second home, called Full House. And this is um, this is a track from Full House. It's called. First I look at the purse. Jay Giles live. Alright, are you ready to get down? I said, are you ready for some rock and roll? Let's hear it from Jay Giles, man. Money, baby. 
things they say. I don't care if you bob like a talk with a lift. Still think I'm in good luck with them dollar bills all print. Come on. Then I look at the purse. Unbelievable! What? I mean, that's again bursting out of the speakers. Your car must have been shaking. Yeah, didn't yeah. that blow you away? Oh, great! That's a fantastic yeah, album. Yeah. That I, I saw. I mean, I saw them live oh, really? in Boston. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were they were the band to see at the time, um, and nobody ever thought they were going to break out of the local area, but they became nationwide yeah. massive. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I must admit, I'm really blown away by that because Jay Garr's band to me are very. I know them as a very middle of the road sort of rock band but that, that's amazing wasn't it it's oh, soulful you know it's... Oh, they were really flying the flag for rock and roll back in the early 70s in Boston yeah. and of course you know Boston was a Boston's always been quite a rock town but it's yeah. been kind of wiped a bit out of rock history uh, when you consider a band like the Standells um, yeah, yeah. Dirty Water, Dirty Water yeah. that's they're a Boston yeah. band too yeah. and uh, and so are Duke and the Drivers as well which is my next pick duke and the drivers you can go anywhere in 1975 and not hear this record it was on it was on the radio all the time and everybody was grooving with this song uh, this is a great track duke and the drivers what you got <laughs>
Absolutely classic. Bit of 75 rock there. Duke and the Drivers. I mean, you're going to play air guitar to that, aren't you? <laughs> well, we were. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Duke and the Drivers, you know, legendary bands. Legend never really, I suppose, broke nationwide, but um, that was, that's, I just love that record. It yeah. just reminds me so much of uh, of going to gigs in Boston in the, in the in in the early seventies and and seeing all these uh, they ha- they had great uh, pub bands there yeah, quite yeah. frankly and uh, then um, the amazing thing was of course is that uh, rock kept going in Boston and yeah. uh, then uh, in the early eighties the Liars came along yeah great um, I was I I wasn't living in the states anymore I was living back here working in the music business and uh, the liars came over and blew us all away with some fantastic yeah. garage rock jeff yeah. Connolly, absolutely fantastic band yeah the liars probably one of the greatest albums ever made i think liars on fire the Liars on Fire. Yeah. Well, I think we sort of bonded over that when we first met, didn't we? It was our love of The Liars on Fire, Gun Club, you know, Fire of Love, and the Flesh Tones early albums. I mean, they were the things that we really... All early we loved, 80s. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were sort of early sort of exponents of that sort of garage revival, weren't they, Liars? And, it was, uh, it was. And um, this is a fabulous slice of The Liars. This is How Do You Know? <laughs>
Wow, brilliant. I mean, that guitar sound is just unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Christ. You know. And organ, of course. Yeah, yeah, well, he, he played organ and sang, didn't he? And, mm-hmm. Well, things are gradually getting back to normal. I've been out and about a little bit, so on the blog you'll see a feature on uh, The Stranglers and Ruts DC at Guildford G Live and also a, a review of uh, Toya down in Hazelmere. Ah, oh, Toya and The Stranglers, two of your old faves from <laughs> when you were a young stripling, Steve. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm still going out to see them, you know. Yeah, but, uh, well, fair yeah. play to you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, check out the blog. I've, uh, there's a, a big review on, on The Stranglers with some great photos by... Derek D'Souza, who's actually got an exhibition at the Barbican on at the moment with all his um, jam photos and style council and Paul Weller pics and memorabilia. So go along to the Barbican. And um, I've also, uh, the other day I went to see Gary Crowley, a legendary DJ and music enthusiast, talking to Mick Tolbert of Style Council and Debsy Wicks of Dolly Mixture. A very thoroughly entertaining evening out at uh, the Exchange in Twickenham. And I said, it just reminded me of, of Dolly Mixture and what a great uh, band they were. And uh, here's a great track by them. This is... How come you're such a hit with the boys, Jane?
That's actually a pretty good track, Steve. I'm quite impressed. I hadn't heard Dolly Mitchell for a while. Although I did photograph them back in the day. Oh, yeah, and yeah. nice girls they were too. Yeah, that's great. And as I said, uh, Debsy was really entertaining. Uh, there's a nice undertones feel to that, I thought. And uh, it was interesting that she did say that undertones actually were really supportive of them back in the day. You know, uh, that sort of took them out on tour and uh, were, were really sort of, as you can expect from the undertones, being such nice chaps that they are. But, oh, uh, lovely boys, the undertones. Yeah, 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 lovely, great. lovely, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic she, band. Yeah, and Gary Crowley will be doing some more talks at the Exchange in Twickenham, so uh, check out their website uh, to see what's Fantastic. going on. Fantastic. I remember when Gary was the um, on the reception desk at the NME. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Indeed, you would have gone in and handed over your photos to him, wouldn't you? Uh, Gary, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Paul, how are you, mate? I'll go in there. It was yeah. always some Cockney or another, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was either him or, or Danny Kelly. Danny yeah. Kelly was another one that was on the, on the reception at the, uh, <laughs> the right. NME. Yeah, yeah. Uh, being on the reception at the NME uh, got you places, believe me. <laughs> I think true. that's why Gary Crowley was uh, <laughs> definitely <laughs> was desperate to get his job there. Yeah, but yeah. Gary, a lovely bloke. Yeah. He is. And it's great to see he hasn't lost any of that enthusiasm for music. Excellent. Hey. This is Susie Moon, and you're listening to my new song, Gold Record Autograph, on the Retrosonic Podcast. Woo!
Well, that was Susie Moon in Gold Record Autograph from her forthcoming EP Animal, and that will be out on Pirates Press Records on April the 1st. And she'll be releasing her debut album, uh, Dumb and in Love, later this summer. And she's also got a few UK dates lined up in August. Has she indeed? Well, she sounds pretty good, Steve. You know, I can't wait to go and see her, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, she looks great live, and um, I'm sure if you be down there at, uh, at the front of a gig with your camera... You know, for mm, 72 years of you. Yeah, well, if I haven't, if I haven't <laughs> completely retired by then, <laughs> we'll see. There's nothing like uh, there's nothing like punk rock to get you out and down the front. Like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, my last new release. You know, I can't play. I can't go to a podcast without playing a bit of French music. And uh, you can't, Steve. No, you know me. We're well. Uh, both of us are real francophiles. We are, we are francophiles. <laughs> we do like a bit of French music, <laughs> whether it be um, Serge Gainsbourg or Jacques Dutronc. Exactly, yeah. Or, or then, like, Stinky Toys, yeah. or Bob's Story, yeah. or Cas Product. Yeah, 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 yeah. We like a bit of uh, French music, we do. Yeah, we do indeed, because you photograph a lot of those great bands. Uh, I have. Bands over the years. I have. And, uh, well, here's another great French band that we've actually featured before. Um, this is Monsieur Paul et les Solutions. How's my pronunciation? Uh, not bad, Steve. Pas mal, <laughs> pas mal. <laughs> That's great. And they've got a, a brand new EP out called... Don Mamond, which I'm guessing is in, in my, my world. world. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm getting through. There you it, go. And this is out on um, Straw Gold and well, it's on two labels actually: Straw Gold and Kugugu Records, who've released music from the Liminanas, Infuzzed, and Pascal Comillard. And anyway, here's a great track from their EP. This is Pourquoi Pourquoi. <laughs>
Pourquoi, pourquoi? Why, why? Why, why indeed? <laughs> indeed, why, why? <laughs> That's a great track. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you always surprise me, Steve. You always come up with some new uh, French band. Where are they from, yeah. by the way? Um, from Bordeaux. Um, the feature members of the Sunmakers and uh, Los Dos Hermanos and Attack El Robot. Oh, well, look, I'll tell you what, you know, uh, there's nothing but like, I'm sure it's because they come from a, a well-known wine region. You know, <laughs> you know, have a few glasses of that and you're going to become silver-tongued, aren't you? <laughs> Definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a great band. And I said, I've just ordered their seven-inch single. It looks looks wonderful, lovely sort of uh, artwork on the cover. That was Monsieur Paul Ellis Solution. Good, I shall have that with uh, a, a, a nice bottle of uh, Bordeaux <laughs> 75. If I can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, good luck, you know. <laughs> well, I know you've um, you've actually been out and about in your travels as well, haven't you? Up in Manchester again? I was up in Manchester to see my uh, my football team, Brentford FC, play away at Manchester City. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. with our, our form was we'd lost the previous five games in a row and we were quite expecting to lose the sixth game especially <laughs> playing <laughs> one of the best teams in the world and uh, yeah of course uh, yeah we did lose the sixth game i drove up with a neighbor of mine and we uh, we had uh, we yeah, it was great going up to the to the manchester city's new stadium mm. we had a great view of the game and um next day we went um we spent the night in the city, which is all so good. I ran into Kevin Cummins in the pub, oh, right. another yeah. fellow rock yeah. photographer. Yeah, course, Couldn't believe yeah. it. <laughs> and um, yeah, the next day, in my neighbour Nick and myself, we went up to the uh, Manchester University canteen, where there's an exhibition of rock photography of Manchester bands, which is curated by Jill Fermanovsky's uh, oh, Rock okay. Archive. Oh, yeah. And uh, the pictures adorn two walls of, uh, of this great canteen here and i've got several pictures up there uh, uh, of uh, the smiths stone roses jilty john oasis the fall and other manchester luminaries um and and kevin's got a lot of pictures up there he's got his iconic pictures of joy division and uh and stone roses there as well so that's um well worth going to see exhibition uh, there at the at the canteen at Manchester University. Yeah. Uh, it's free. You can go in there and have a snack and a coffee and wander around and have a look at some great rock photography. Fantastic. And obviously we know you've got you've um, photographed all the classic Manchester bands over the years. And um, we all did a podcast really about uh, a couple of years ago about your book on Joy Division and their Strawberry Studios um, session. And you, did you pop in again? To stop we did. Again? We popped up. My friend Nick wanted to see uh, my pictures in the uh, my Joy Division pictures in the uh, in the Stockport Museum. So we. Uh, Poodle down to Stockport and spent uh, spent an hour ar- having a look in the Stockport Museum, which is a great little museum. Great. Well, I mean, you you said that it, it um, suddenly sparked you off um, thinking about Howard Devoto, didn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you, when you're up in Manchester, you know, you can't help thinking about uh, about those Manchester bands you photographed. And mm-hmm. uh, recently I was uh, reading uh, about... Uh, John McGeoch and how he was reckoned to be one of the best um, guitarists of his era and I just realised how much I like that magazine album The Correct Use of Soap and 
for me, the standout track of that album is The Light Pours Out of Me.
classic, isn't it? That magazine, The Light Pours Out of Me. And uh, uh, actually, it's a good time because um, there's a new biography um, out um, on uh, on John McGeoch by Rory Sullivan Burke, and it'll be out on Omnibus Press on the 28th of April. Uh, look, for, I've actually ordered a copy of it. Um, so sad that he passed away, John McGeoch. He was such a unique guitarist. Yeah, I photographed magazine a couple of times, uh, and uh, absolutely fantastic band live. They were mm. just yeah, they, the the musicians in that band were just superb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Barry Adamson, Dave Fulmiller, it was oh, be- yeah. beautiful. John McGeoch, yeah. they were a fantastic band. Yeah, timeless music, isn't it? And, yeah, uh, absolutely, and uh, you you couldn't go wrong. But by listening to that album, the correct use of soap. It's, you know, it hasn't aged at all. Yeah. Really sad to hear about the passing of Ronnie Spector. Oh, Ronnie. Ronnie, she was... What a great, great singer she was. You know, the Ronettes. I was brought up with the Ronettes. I was a teenager in the 60s. When I heard the Ronettes, I thought... Well, of course, it was Phil Spector, you know. I mean, I don't know what people think of Phil now, but um, his productions back then were... Just incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the wall of sound. And um, obviously with Ronnie Spector, he knew he had found a peach because her voice is just yeah. utterly remarkable. Yeah. And I remember the first time I heard this record, I was just blown away. And it's, it's a record which has been blowing me away for 50 years. And yeah. that's Be My Baby.
Uh, I, you mentioned that uh, you were kissed by Ronnie Spector, and I thought, no, pull the other one. But then you've pulled out photographic evidence. I did. I was at a gig. I was at a gig at the venue in Victoria in 1980, taking pictures of Ronnie there, and she leant down. I was right, almost next to her, and she leant down right in front of me and planted a kiss right on my lips. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Don't demonstrate that. <laughs> and. I can prove it because David <laughs> Corio, who was standing next to me, got the photo. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got a print of it here. Uh, I've got a print of it here, Steve. <laughs> and David has been kind enough to let us publish it, the picture in the blog. Yep. yep. So we'll see what kind of comments we get. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you very much for that, David. Thank you yeah, for letting yeah, us yeah. publish that picture. It's a beautiful picture. It is. And uh, I'll never forget that gig. Yeah, yeah, well, it's a wonderful memory, all captured there by the wonderful photographer David Corio. And you can see it at the blog. We'll put a feature up to go along with this episode with all links to the bands and uh, some sort of pictures of Paul's as well. And don't forget to check out uh, Ronnie Mayer's new compilation. And uh, say www.retromanblog.com. And um, thank you, Paul. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be back in your company again. Oh, we managed to do it then. <laughs> yeah. Managed to do it without too many, without, without stumbling too much then. Oh, All God. Right. <laughs> I can't believe it. Right. <laughs> Cheers, Paul. Oh, thanks, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, onwards and upwards, and um, let's bring on the next one.